Hi guys, thanks for this episode of Nick Egan Times. On this episode, we have an awesome guest. We have the sensational actor Richie Stevens. Richie Stevens is an incredible actor who often plays hardened gangsters and criminals. Richie has been involved in shows, for example, NCIS, Blue Bloods, Days of Our Lives, MacGyver, Major Crimes, and Criminal Minds. Richie Stevens and Silly Val Silicon Valley co-creators John Alshuster and David Krinsky have created the book The Gangster's Guide to Sobriety, which is going to be available on May the 24th, 2022 via Postal Press, distributed by Simon and Schuster. Richie Stevens' upcoming book, The Gangster's Guide to Sobriety, My Life in 12 Steps, is a first-person real-life account detailing his involvement with drug trafficking, kidnapping, and robbery, among other misdeeds, and his unexpected hard-fought path to redemption. Stevens collaborated with the Silicon Valley's Silicon Valley creators to create the book. Welcome to Richie Stevens, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me. It's, You're welcome. It's, uh, good to meet you. Um, yeah, I, I really like your, your your show. I've been listening to some of your past episodes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, how's it all been going over there? Oh, pretty good. Um, I have this book coming out in a couple of couple of weeks, and uh, you know, it's been it's been kind of uh, like the Hollywood people don't know about my past history. You know, I play these bad guys on TV, and and uh, I'm in recovery from drugs and alcohol for over 10 years now and the people in recovery know about my story but you know i have i kept it quiet for a lot of a lot of years and uh so it's, it's obviously surprising to a lot of people you know a lot of people didn't know what i was up to in the past and you know i'm not proud of a lot of the things i did but that's my story you know uh mate i appreciate you um sharing insights into that but more importantly, everyone's got a background, right? Everyone's got a story and everyone's not perfect. So, yeah, mate, that's great. That's great that you're even doing the book and you're sharing it. So that's incredible. All right. Um, how has the pandemic affected you personally and professionally since it's began? The pandemic? Um, well, uh, I had a lot more, a lot of time to write. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's been difficult here. We had a lot of shutdowns here in, in LA and, um, I like to smoke cigars, so that's like the one place I could go to smoke at the cigar club to meet other people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm in recovery as well, so a lot of the meetings changed to online as well. So so um, that was a big change where I'm used to going out and meeting people, and, and it's all virtual now. Yeah, that's where the world's headed, and, yeah, it's where it's going. All right, let's jump straight into it. Tell me briefly, I guess, about your life story and how it all began for you. So. I guess in brief, where you came from, from Ireland all the way to where you landed in LA. Okay, well, I'm born and raised in Ireland, moved to America around 2005, so I'm I'm almost 20 years in here in America. And uh, you know, when I was a kid, I was kind of shy, I was kind of quiet, just withdrawn. You know, I I a lot different from how I am now, and uh, I think that's why I got into the drinking and the drugs when I was about 14 or 15 because. It, it 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 helps me to uh, not really care what anybody thinks about me, you know. The shyness was gone, you know. I could talk to girls, I could fight, you know, all these kind of things that that uh, I was um, I was shy about before. So for me, um, I got into the whole drugs and alcohol thing uh, to try and feel normal, but uh, you know, one thing led to another, and and. I was never, I was never 
what you would call a normal drinker. I was always a bit of a lunatic from the start and I just ended up getting in trouble from, from a young age. You know, like the drinking age in Ireland is 18. But uh, when I started drinking, I wanted to go to clubs and bars and be out with the adults. But um, you couldn't get in unless you had a fake ID or a real ID. <laughs> so I decided to make fake IDs. And, uh, you know, that was my first first little uh, bit of mis- misbehavior. But it turned into something crazy. You know, I, I ended up making them for everybody in the school. And then for people at other schools that I hadn't even met before, I had this like fake ID business for um, I was making loads of money and helping all the other kids to, to go out drinking. And uh, that was that was the first time the cops uh, came to the attention of the cops, you know, and one thing just led to another from there. And um, eventually it, 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 it ended up where I moved to America when I was about 22. I got married to an American girl. I had kids very young. And, you know, I kind of thought Ireland might be the problem first. So then I moved to I moved to America and you know later I even moved to Australia at one point I lived in Melbourne for a wee while as well and then I think so so fast forward to 2010 uh, I was uh, involved in gangs in in San Francisco I was selling drugs robbing all this kind of stuff and I was suicidal and um, basically what happened was. I needed to change my life and um, uh, I needed to change my life. And a guy that I met started taking me to meetings, the 12-step meetings, and uh, that's how I got sober. And um, after I got sober, I I intended on on having a construction business. You know, I took the test for my license and, uh, you know, I was, was, once I got sober, I I decided I wasn't going to misbehave anymore. I was going to be a good guy, no more breaking the law, any of that kind of stuff. And then I broke my back in an accident. And uh, after that happened, my career as a carpenter was over and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And this, this girl that I knew, she suggested I try modeling and, you know, by that stage, I was 30. I had my nose broken a lot of times. Um, I didn't think I was modeling material, but I was open to suggestions. And I did a little bit of that. And then uh, a director saw me on a modeling website and he asked me to be in his movie. And it was like a, a really low budget movie. And it was a, a gangster thing. And the guy, he said, <laughs> he said he needed someone to play a German gangster. He said, don't take this the wrong way, but you have that look about you. And I didn't tell him about my past, but it was it was telegraphing. And that's how I got my first role. And I really enjoyed it. And then I decided, I'm going to try and be an actor now. So I, I, I went to school and took a bunch of classes and moved to L.A. And the roles got bigger. And here I am. And then, so I, I was an actor for for. A good few years, and and um, the way the book came about was, I speak at meetings a lot. Like if you're if you're in sobriety, people ask you to come and share your story, and you know a lot of times I have a crazy story. You know, not a lot of people have. Most people who did the kind of things I I've done are either dead or in jail, and uh, a lot of times after meetings, people will come up to me and say, "Oh, Richie, you need to write a book," and you know, eventually I started doing it. And the way I hooked up with John and Dave, so John and Dave, they're 
two of the biggest writers and showrunners in Hollywood. They created Silicon Valley and King of the Hill. They're two of the most successful shows ever. And the reason I met up with them, I was helping a buddy produce a, a comedy that, that he had made. And, uh, he, you know, I pitched it to John. I didn't know him at all. And he liked he liked the, the thing we were working on. And we met up and he was a really cool guy. That particular project didn't go anywhere, but uh, he said, I like you guys. Keep sending me stuff and we can maybe work together. I sent him a few more things. And and uh, and then I wrote the book and, and uh, I, 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 well, I wrote about all my experiences and, and I sent it to him. And then he, he, he said he wanted to meet again. I told him a few yarns and then he was like, do you want to partner up on this and we can make it into a show and, and write a book together? And, and uh, that's how it all began. Oh, that's an incredible journey, and yeah, mate, respect to where you're at now. Mm -hmm. All right, um, elaborate a bit more on the book and what, I guess, readers and even the listeners listening can expect when they buy it. Okay, well, it's not a long book. It's, it's under 200 pages. It's, um, it's about my journey in sobriety, and it's also about my crazy criminal past, and like it's a, a redemption story. I went from somebody who's suicidal and homicidal to somebody who is a fairly normal dude now, acted in Hollywood. He's a dad, you know. And um, yeah, it's pretty gritty. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it for kids. And I'm watching my language here when I'm talking to you, but I do curse like a sailor in, in the book, so mm -hmm. so you can expect that. But um, yeah, it's definitely an unusual story. That's that's why they want to make a TV show out of. It. <laughs> Wow, I'm looking forward to getting it. It's exciting. Tell me about uh, the acting. So you've been in shows like NCIS. Talk to me about that and how that, I guess, journey was as well. Well, so when I started acting, usually if you, when you join an acting class, uh, if it's a good acting class, but the uh, sorry about that, someone's calling. Um, if it's a good acting class, the teacher will, will tell you what your, your type is, like, uh, what kind of roles you should play. And from the very start, when I went to, into acting class, they told me I'm, I'm bad guy. You know, I'm going to play the villain. So, you know, <laughs> those are the roles I, I kind of auditioned for. And, you know, I started off doing low budget stuff and even Japanese TV and Bollywood. I even did one little Bollywood movie. Um, because up in San Francisco, there's not a huge film industry up there, but I did what was available up there. Um, yeah, I, the, the roles just got bigger over the years, and and uh, I, I've had a really good experience doing it. Like, it could, you know, I'm typecast as bad guy, but it could be worse. I could be nerd or fat guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Um, and getting into doing Bollywood, that, you get a lot of traction there. There's over a billion people there, right? So you got some Indian fans. <laughs> you have, have to try hard to find that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. What motivates you daily? What, yeah, what inspires you? Yeah, what inspires me? You know, I just try and do my best every day, whatever I'm doing. You know, um, I enjoy I enjoy acting and writing because you know everybody likes story and. Um, it's something I'm good at. I just ended up doing it. I thought I was going to be a carpenter and then I broke my back and I ended up doing this. So I kind of feel like it's what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, that's incredible. And I believe you speak six languages. Is that right? Not fluently, but yeah, I speak Irish, English, French, German, a little Spanish and a little uh, Russian. 
Well, I just learned the cool. Russian for roles. <laughs> well, that's incredible. And how, yeah, so was it just for roles you learned all the languages? How did you, what made you well, get into that? Yeah. Well, um, in Ireland, you have to learn Irish and English and usually French or German. I learned a bit of both. And then when I came to America and I worked in construction, a lot of the guys in construction don't speak English, it's Spanish. So I learned the basic Espanol um, on the construction sites over here. That's incredible. I, I, yeah, I've, already, I've always had a thing about accents. You know, I can do over 50 different accents. It's just something I can do. I've always been able to do it even before I became an actor. I just, I'm interested in how different people sound and how they say things. So. I've always been interested. Like you're in Australia. I like when I was over in Australia, I noticed that the guys always say, Hey gown like, <laughs> for how are you? And the girls always say, Hey going with a J on the end of it. You know? <laughs> it's just yeah. it's just interesting to me, you know. Yeah, no, and I can agree more. I love the Irish accent. Like I think it's really unique too. I really, really like it. What um what is the genre of acting? So you'd play hardened criminals, generally speaking, in that in that I guess genre. Is there other acting roles you want to explore, or different types of acting? Do you know, like for example, you know how other actors have been, I guess, being put in a specific box, and they always generally play something, but then they get out of that and they go into mm-hmm. others, different areas that might challenge them. Is that something you are interested in, or is that something where you want to take your career? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um... I would say I'm a character actor because I, I never really get to play myself. Like I'm an Irish dude and I think I've only played one Irish role for an Amazon show called Lore. So I, I'm always kind of doing transformational stuff, usually of the villain or like the cop who arrests the the hero. But um, yeah, I, I love doing comedy and other stuff as well. But so far they mostly just pay, pay me to be the bad guy, but I'm, I'm capable of other stuff and I'm, I'm willing to try my hand at, other stuff of course yeah yeah definitely i think i think you're extremely talented you've got an amazing future especially the trajectory you're on um Thanks. all right what, what do you like to do i guess what are your passions and hobbies aside from the busy schedule you have been acting and even the book what do you like to do in your downtime hmm, uh, well i like to work with other people in, in recovery i like to cook actually that's one of the things in the pandemic i got a lot better at i, I really enjoy cooking I smoke cigars. Um, yeah, I like to watch TV as well. You know, there's so much good shows right now. It's like an embarrassment of riches. Um, right now, I'm watching The Offer. That's that's about the the making of The Godfather. I've got one of my buddies who's in that show, and I was watching Billions and Succession. There's, there's so much good shows right now. All the Taylor Sheridan stuff is, is amazing. Wow, and. If you could go back in time, say you're 18 again, and you could change anything, what would you change? Or what regret would you, I guess, manipulate or change at the time? Well, there's not there's not really a whole lot I can change. Obviously, I've done a lot of things I regret. Um, if I could change anything, I would have got sober younger. I got sober at 28. But um, I guess it took whatever it took for me to um, change the way I was living, you know? Um, yeah, I wish I wish I had behaved better. Obviously, you know, just <laughs> a lot of stuff. You read the book, you'll see. Yeah, yeah, I'm really intrigued, and I can't wait to read it. Um, 
what do you what does your future look like? Where do you see yourself going? Like where where do you see yourself in say for example ten years time? Um, I'd like to be doing bigger projects than or doing bigger roles than what I've been doing, and I I plan on writing another couple of books as well. Um, you know, I have a construction background too, so I I I'm interested in development and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm a dad. You know, I try and be a good dad with my kids. Um, yeah, um, basically continuing what I'm doing and expanding the creativity. Yeah, for sure. Um, Richie, thanks for coming on the podcast. I do appreciate it. It's incredible, your background, your journey. I can't wait for the book and to the listeners. Get it, read it. It's going to be incredible. And, yeah, I just can't wait to see your future transpire. Uh, thanks a million, Nick. It was great talking to you. And uh, anybody who hasn't heard Nick before, you should subscribe and like like this podcast. And um, uh, if you guys want to find out any more information, you can see my credits on IMDb. It's Richie Stevens. Um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Richie Actor is my handle. And uh, the book is available. Um, it's on Amazon, WH Smith. Walmart, all those kind of places, and you'll be able to get it on Audible as well. I just recorded the Audible for the the voice version of it. Yeah, the Audible sounds exciting. I love Audible. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, yes. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Nick.